The following contest is a second round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 59th Seed, a 1987 action-adventure game from Tecmo, Rygar. And its opponent, the number 6 Seed, a 1986 action-adventure game from Nintendo, Metroid. The ringside judges are Ricky Giraldo and Pat Dooley. There is nothing left to say but round two, fight! Welcome to episode 56 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. Uh, you have caught us in our 56th week where we are seeing the number six seed Metroid as it takes on number 59 Rygar. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. And last week, we did take a, a brief break from our uh, run of Nintendo All-Stars to talk about baseball stars. Uh, when Baseball Stars, the number 28 seed, knocked Jackal out of the tournament to set up a third round matchup against Castlevania III Dracula's Curse. Uh, and today we are going to find out which game is going to move on to the third round to face Kirby's Adventure, uh, which has the you know the potential to be a, a huge showdown if, uh, if the expected game moves on uh, between two Nintendo icons. Uh, we do always start by talking about the underdog, though. Uh, which in this case is Rygar, which is a 1987 action-adventure game from Tecmo. Uh, it beat Legendary Wings back in episode 36, 20 weeks ago. That was the last matchup of round one, uh, kind of ending round one on a bit of a whimper, unfortunately. <laughs> Neither of those yeah. were like, yeah, Rygar. Um, it's it's still fine. I don't I, I haven't found my feelings about it changing all that much. Uh, over the course of the last few months it's it's solid it's a it's a decent uh you know action platformer with some metroidvania elements it's yeah it's, it's fine you know it's crazy and this game is very popular it's one of those yeah. games that's a lot of people know rygar like people yeah. remember rygar mm -hmm. it's, it's on the switch for the nba classic oh nba sorry NES <laughs> uh, classic. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it was a huge hit in arcades. It was a pretty big hit on the NES. It's had a bunch of you know, kind of remakes and spinoffs and stuff over the years. I, and you know what? Honestly, I think a big portion of that is the shield weapon is cool looking. Yeah, like, I think it, that's it, a big part of it. It's very, especially from play, playing the Castlevania games now. I think this wanted to be a Castlevania. Oh yeah. Did this come out before or after? Definitely. I think after, the first right? Castlevania was '86. So I think this was a year later. But let yeah, me this this feels like that. This feels like it was supposed to rival Castlevania yeah. Three. Um. Actually, no. The or, first Castlevania was '87. So the same year as this. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I, I, the weapon Rygar uses reminds me a lot of the whip. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, very much so. It's like a cross between Simon's Whip and whatever that thing was that Kid Nicky had. That like weird blade that spun in front of him. Yeah. It reminds me kind of a cross between those two. Uh, cooler than Kid Nicky's weapon, but not as cool as Simon's Whip. Um, right. <laughs> but it was, you know, it was something different in 1987. So it, you know, had an impact. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, I think the most iconic item is the holy water from Castlevania, because you know, in Castlevania one, it helped me out so much. But yes. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely yeah. nothing like that in in Rygar. In Rygar, it's like, oh, the grappling hook, super helpful. I can climb up this section of the mountain level. Now, yeah, before. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we'll get into how far we made it and what items we had later. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, honestly, there's not much to talk about with Rygar that we didn't say, you know, four months ago. It's it's fine. It's fine. And that that's the other problem I think we have. It's just, it doesn't really grab you. Like, yeah. It's not, I don't, I don't want to say it's not cool, but it really isn't. I don't no. think the character itself is cool. Your enemy, the enemies, the enemies you fight are not that interesting. I don't know. It just didn't grab me yeah. the second time, and I think it didn't grab you as well. <laughs> I agree. Um, and I think, yeah. you know, and part of that is, you know, now that we're so far into round two, like you try and compare Rygar to, well, for example, Metroid, but right. also, like, exactly. you know, the Castlevania games, we've now played, you know, all three of those, and we hadn't at that point. Um, or we had just played, we just played two? Had we played any of the Castlevania games at that point? I don't no. remember. No, I think they were we all, it. they all got first round. They were buys. all second round. Yeah. 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 So, right. So, but I mean, we've played, now we've played, you know, all three Super Mario Brothers, all three Castlevanias, Metroid, Kirby, you know, River City Ransom, um, yep. the first Dragon Warrior, Bionic Commando. Like, you know, we hadn't played any of those games by the time we got to episode 36. And now we have. I was like, oh, we were grading on a curve <laughs> in round one. Yeah. Like the I mean, real, yeah. this does not belong with the heavy hitters. It's fine. It, it You know, we're very, uh, I was thinking about it too. We're very lucky that we played or that these games that were not in the first round weren't in the first round because playing these games, like the mega games, like what we're about to talk about Metroid, you could just tell the difference. Mm-hmm. And Playing Rygar and then playing Metro, it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't really realize it as a kid, but there is yeah. a serious tier system for the NES. Like, there you really got, is. like, once you get beyond about the top 15 to 20 games for the system, the difference between, like, let's say 30 and 70 isn't really that big, but the difference between 30 and 20 is huge. Yep. Like, I mean, you know, all those games we just mentioned, like, and we, there are still great games we haven't even played yet. Like the, um, you know, Mega Man 2 and 3 are still coming up. Uh, we've still got uh, the two first two Zeldas. Zeldas, and yeah. And Kid Icarus and Contra. Like, I mean, you know that the just the top tier of NES games is so much better than anything else that came out from that platform. 
I feel like later consoles, there's more of a, well, I mean, compared to like the PS4, like the PS4, like, yeah, there are, you know, great games that are head and shoulders above everything else. You know, your Witcher 3s, your God of War, your Last of Us, you know, the uh, Uncharted 4, like the, you know, the really, really great games. But I don't feel a Horizon Zero Dawn, but I don't feel like there's like as big of a gap between the best of the best for the PS4 and like the 25th best game for the PS4, like there is on the NES side. But maybe that's just me. Like even a mediocre game now, there are still bad games. Uh, but yeah. I feel like the the people have figured out how to make games now to a level where like there's nothing quite as mind-blowing as like Metroid was in 1986 and how much better it was than other games for the console. I agree. It it's it's very I mean we we could start talking about Metroid but man is that game so much better than Rango. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> just, man. Uh, spoilers for what we're probably going to pick but <laughs> But going back to Rygar, let's see some positives. Uh, positives, it looks pretty sometimes, yeah. right? Like, yeah, it's got, for a 1987 platformer, it's got pretty good graphics. Yeah, it's good. It's just... Music very, is solid. Music is solid. The idea of using your your shield or whatever to, mm-hmm. to make bridges, or you can make bridges, or not bridges, but like but yeah, there's like a like zip lines kind of zip lines. Between. Thank you. Yes, and then you could like grapple up to places that you couldn't get by jumping. You know, yeah. depending on what upgrades you pick up. Yeah, I mean that's it's kind of like Bionic Commando in that regard, with the like the ability to use your your weapon as also a you know a, a means of traversing the level. It's interesting. Um, it does a lot of stuff that other games of the era weren't doing. Um, so it's definitely, you know, worthy of inclusion on the list. Right. Do we know the story of Rygar? I still don't understand, like, why am I seeing a, yeah. a big giant man? And why is he giving me... <laughs> I don't remember offhand. Let me see, because I have, I still have the the format document from that episode saved somewhere. Let me pull it up and see... Uh, the legendary warrior Rygar has risen from the grave and uses his disc armor to try and save the land of Argul from Lygar, traveling between realms to collect items from the Indora gods. So, right. Not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it doesn't tell you anything in the story. No. Like there, yeah, like you meet this big, giant, genie-looking dude. Mm-hmm. And then he's basically like tells you what to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what what are you? <laughs> like what I guess those are the Indora gods. Because you run yeah, into a series but of those. A... Like some of them are like, you can't go any farther without the grappling hook. It's like, okay, cool. Where do I get the grappling hook? Or <laughs> you can't go any farther without the um whatever the it's not they don't call it the zip line, it's got a different name. But it's basically yeah. the zip line. Ah, well. And then occasionally yeah, well, you come across one that's like, hey, heal up. And like, oh, awesome. Thank you. Right. Well, that's Rygar. Rygar is... Yeah. Rygar. Oh, another <laughs> thing I liked about Rygar. 
if you die, you go back to the beginning of the level you're on. There's no game overs where you have to go all the way back. I did like that. But like if you had made it sure. far enough, you wouldn't have to replay the whole thing. You just have to replay that level. Uh, but yeah, we'll get into how far we made it later. But uh, I guess it is finally time to start talking about Metroid, which is a 1986 action adventure game from Nintendo. Space pirates had taken parasites known as Metroids from a Galactic Federation ship and planned to replicate them in order to use them as a bioweapon. And the only person who can stop them is bounty hunter Samus Aran. Featured one of the first shock endings in gaming history when Samus removes their helmet to reveal that <gasps> she's a woman. Yeah. Can you imagine what that would be like now? <laughs> Just the, the probably not as shocking. Pants yeah. peeing outrage of fans if they found out that at the end of Halo 5, Master Chief has been a woman the whole time. Just nerd rage. Um I did find it interesting that the word Metroid is a portmanteau of the words Metro and Android. Um, it doesn't really mean anything. It's just, you know, robots in the city, I guess, is where they wanted to come up with it. Uh, the composer of the game, Hirokazu Hip Tanaka, told Gamasutra that he decided on a minimalist score, which is really noticeable that there's not much music in the game. Uh, because he wanted the player to feel like they were encountering a living organism and wanted the music to be the opposite of the hummable songs in other games of the era. So that's why there's no, like, you know, do-do-do-do-do-do. There's nothing like that in Metroid that, right. you know, you're humming for days after it because he wanted it to be a more organic experience. Uh, and I think that worked. Uh, oh, it yeah. did spawn nine direct sequels, including the mega, mega popular Metroid Prime series, as well as being emulated on the Virtual Console and Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, unlike other games of the era where items and character upgrades are temporary, Metroid requires players to double back through the game to gather items that they will carry with them through to the end. This really is the start of the Metroidvania genre, is, yep. is the first Metroid. Uh, game Informer and Electronic Gaming Monthly both included the game in their all-time top 100 lists. Uh, obviously, uh, IGN has it at number six on their uh, NES list. And Nintendo Power called it the 11th best game for any Nintendo console. Uh, as of 2004, which unfortunately was the most recent data I could find, 2.73 million units of Metroid had been sold, making it the 18th best-selling game for the platform. That one's for you, Medic Sloan. I know you're a fan of the financial stuff. Um, I'm trying to be more cognizant of looking that up when the data is available. Uh, 2.73 million copies of this NES cart. Uh, that's just wild. Um, so this is a game I had played when I was a kid. Um, I don't think I played it when it was brand new because I would have only been like three or four. Um, but you know, I was probably eight or nine. Uh, one of those like, oh, you gotta play Metroid. And I remember liking it, but not loving it as a kid. But I think part of it is like the Metroidvania of it all. Like, yeah, my brain wasn't wired yet to be able to do that. I was used to Mario, you know, running in a straight line and you know just keep going right until you reach the end of the level. So having to like backtrack to get, 
you know, the, the double missiles or the extra health or the, you know, the ability to roll into a ball and all of that. Um, like right off the bat, if you go left instead of right, you get your first power up, which, you know, that was not how my brain was wired at that point. <laughs> I agree with you. I, the first, so the first Metroid game I played was Super Metroid. Mm-hmm. So, but I agree. I think when we were younger, the whole going back to the level just didn't, because I remember the first time I played it, I was like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. you get stuck. And really, you just need like one like power up or something that will get you through the next stage or next level. Right. Yeah, because there's, um, I mean, early on, you come across, you know, you find a blue door, if you shoot it, it opens. But if you come across a red door, it's like, oh, I can't get through here. Uh, So you have to, like, get to the part of the the level where you go, oh, now I have missiles. Let me go back and try shooting that door with missiles. Okay, that works. That opens up a new section for me that I couldn't get to before. Um, Or, like, I can't get through here. Oh, let me go back and get the thing that lets me roll up into a ball, and I can roll through that little gap. Uh, It's just... It's kind of, it's like an action version of some of the like the point and clicks we were playing, like in Maniac Mansion. Like, oh, well, I can't get through here unless I've got the music that I can play for the tentacle. Only in this case, it's you know badass rocket launchers and stuff that you're uh, you're you're backtracking to get, and you're you know fighting aliens instead of weird blue scientists. So maybe you're it's right. not a great analogy, but but you kind of so get would, what I mean. Yeah. So what'd you think of, uh, what'd you think of it? Oh, I loved it. Now, you know, as a, you know, middle-aged man, I loved this. This was so much fun. Um, It's hard. There's definitely a a high level of challenge to it. But yeah, this is, I mean, there's there's a reason that, that this game, this franchise has stuck around. It's not like Rygar where it's like, oh, that was cool when I was a kid. This is just, this is still cool. Yep, I agree. I, uh, the levels are so pretty with the colors. Of, mm-hmm. It looks so alien. Yeah. Uh, when you could roll up into a ball, it's just like nothing we've seen before in a game, I think, the different yeah. play styles in the same level. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. This game was something else. <laughs> we have, we've had those games like Metal Storm and Castlevania 3 that it's just like, man, I want to keep on playing. I want to River City Ransom. River City Ransom. And this is definitely one of them. This mm-hmm. is one of those games that 100%. I really liked. <laughs> yeah, this is this is an excellent game. And I mean honestly, because this is kind of how I felt about Kirby when we played Kirby's Adventure. Like Kirby was like, oh, I'm, my mind is blown. I've, I've never played this game and this is so yeah. good. And I, like, I'm, I'm a little worried. Like it's Metroid against Kirby in round three. Which, oh no. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, assuming we, we haven't officially picked a winner yet. Uh, but I feel like if you've listened this far, you know which way we're going to go. So actually, before we continue heaping praise on it, um, we should probably find out who made it farther and then we can come back to heaping more praise on Metroid and talking about the next round. Who made it for them? Who made it for them?
Rygar, uh, I actually made it to a boss this time, which I didn't the first time. Uh, I got my butt kicked by the boss and never made it past the boss. Uh, but it was like a, a turtle shell, yep. but it had like two cat heads on it. Um, yeah, that's it where like, I made It would shoot like three pronged um, like blasts at you. Yeah, that's where I made it as well. <laughs> and that thing was really, really hard. <laughs> it was, man. And that's the thing. Like, the game wasn't that difficult at the time. And then you reach this boss and you're like, what uh-huh. is going on? Yeah, I blew through most of the rest of it. But that, yeah, just the, the difficulty ramps up real high at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... um. That was not fun. But hey, look, it's another tie. We haven't had one of those in a while. It's true. Um, yeah. You've been just kind of kicking my butt for a long time. So I guess <laughs> I'll take a tie. Uh, of course, you'll probably grow your lead here with Metroid, which is Ooh, really I, hard I, to gauge how far you made it because it I'll is... tell you where I made it. Okay. <laughs> I made it to Ripley. Oh, well, then you beat me. Uh, I did not make it to either Ridley or Ridley, I said Ripley. What the heck? I knew what you <laughs> Yeah. Or what's the other one? Um, Kraid. No. Kraid mm. is the space pirate from later ones. That's not who I'm thinking of. The first well, let me tell you guys, I did not beat Ridley. Ridley oh, no, it was is Kraid. Hard. It's Kraid. Ridley was hard. Yeah. Um, I remember Ridley being hard, but I did not. Um, I did not make it there. So your elite expands. You are now up to fifty-two wins to my forty-four. Come on, man! You, you, it's just getting just ugly. The, the games that we have more time, I've just been like, "All right, I got two hours." And yeah, <laughs> I had, I had picked up a lot. I had made it to like to that first elevator which I think I was getting close to Ridley. Like you're in like a white room and then there's an elevator that goes down. And then if you go left, there's a jump that you can't make yet because you didn't have, because there's some power up I needed. And then I just, I couldn't make it through not the first room to the right, but the second one to the right. So I kept having to go back to the elevator and I just ran out of time doing that loop over and over again. So I think I was close to Ridley I just never actually made it there. So, yeah, I think you were, you were definitely almost there. Yeah. I vaguely remember from, from childhood that that was, I was close. Um, but of course, as a kid, I was using the Nintendo Power walkthrough because there's no way I would have figured that out on my own um, as a dumb little kid. Um, so, yeah, the lead expands. I mean, let's just go ahead and say it. It's going to be Metroid that faces Kirby's adventure in round three, right? Yeah. For sure. And 100% we'll of our it. listeners that voted agreed. Like, this is this is an open and shut case. Rygar's, you know, good for what it is. But, yeah, Metroid is uh, is definitely a, a cut above. Um, but before we uh, start going into the plugs here, 
Uh, we do have our, our weekly, you know, our, our question of the week from Rhino. I know that's what he, he calls it on his podcast. So I feel like we should, you know, for, for branding consistency, uh, question <laughs> of the week. Uh, if you could create a baseball team based on characters from Nintendo games, who would be on your team and what would your team's name be? I texted you about this earlier in the week. Did you, did you come up with a team? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this okay, like fantasy draft style and <laughs> take turns making a pick and then? All right, sure. Okay. Do you want to go first? Wait, wait, how many players? Five. I went. Well, for baseball, it should be nine, and then a. I added a, a DH, but you don't have to. I mean, I, to be honest, I didn't. I once again, baseball is my least favorite sport, so I don't even know how many players are in a team. <laughs> so so i really just picked five okay well let's go ahead but just what's your five then so i got <laughs> i got as my pitcher mario okay because he could he does the fireballs right smart uh my baseman I, i'm pretty much luigi like i was like he could be a good first baseman or something yeah. you know he's lanky he's got some, some right reach. yeah then, and then offensive side, I got my like heavy hitter Bowser. You know, Smart. these guys, my Barry Bonds or my, I don't uh-huh, know if I can yeah. say that. You know what I mean? And then if I need like, I feel like if I need a runner, would be Toad. Okay. Like, if I need, like maybe get a single. And I think my all star would be Waluigi. I think my, <laughs> he, would, he would be my, you know, my, the main guy who runs my team. Right. <laughs> if I need a hit, if I need something, that's the guy. All right. Well, so I went a, a different way. I went with any any player, any character from any game that we've played was eligible to be um, on the team. So was eligible to be drafted. So, oh wait, I thought it was just Mario characters. No, it just said from Nintendo oh, games. Oh my god, I, I just picked Mario characters like a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if I say when I give my team, if if something you know jogs your 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 memory, you feel free to to jump in. Go um, ahead. So my my first pick, this one feels like a gimme to me. My catcher is going to be a character that no pitch would ever get by, uh, and that's Kirby. Okay. We want to make sure that Kirby could, uh, yeah, Kirby would get it. Uh, my center fielder, um, I want somebody with, with some range um, and ideally the ability to, to get up real high to, you know, to rob somebody of home runs. And nobody gets higher than the M308 gunner from Metal Storm. Uh, so that's my center fielder. <laughs> course and um, he could just turn gravity yeah exactly <laughs> um oh that one's leaving the park no it's not um flip gravity and just catch it on the way up um my shortstop i wanted to have somebody with some range you know catch those you know those line drives that that slip through the gap uh so i went with lad slash rad from bionic commando um, for my pitcher I went with the level four boss from Kung Fu, the sorcerer <laughs> guy, because he throws yeah. those those magic balls really far and really fast. 
Um, or Mega Man. Mega Man could be a good pitcher. Ooh, Mega Man would be a very good pitcher. Um, my my left fielder, I went with somebody that uh, is good at getting to balls and throwing them far fast. I went with Chip from the Rescue Rangers. Um, my right fielder, you definitely want somebody with a big arm in right field to try and throw out uh, you know, runners going to third. So I went with Joe Montana from Tecmo Super Bowl. Uh, you know, who can throw flat-footed from his own end zone into the opposite end go. zone. Mentioning Techno Super Bowl. Techno Super Bowl, to, that's right. You have to do it every episode. You have to mention it. Pretty much. As long as I can. It lost. Uh, <laughs> also, you know, you want kind of a power guy at third base, but also somebody that's got a strong arm. Uh, so I want a guy that, you know, knows how to swing a bat real hard um, and also throw, throw a ball real hard. And so I went with Alex from River City Ransom. Uh, as my third baseman. Um, and then first and second base, we're just kind of like, okay, well, I need to fill these spots, but there's nothing that's like jumping out at me for those. So I just went with two guys with a, um, you know, with, a, with an affinity for for swinging big sticks and making contact. So my first baseman is Mike Jones, who? From Star Tropics. <laughs> uh, and my second baseman is Donatello. All right. So I like yeah. it. So I've got the level four boss from Kung Fu as my pitcher. Kirby is my catcher. My infield from left to right is Alex, Lad, uh, Donatello, Mike Jones. My outfield from left to right is Chip, the M308 Gunner, and Joe Montana. Joe Montana, just switching sport. Yeah. So I, like I said, I went a slightly different route than you did on this one. Um, I did not, unfortunately, I did not think of a name for this team, though. Um, so, I mean, I may just go, you know, Super Nintendo cliche and call them, like, the Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> or, no, the Super Bash Brothers, because the Bash Brothers is what Maguire and Canseco's nickname was when they were in Oakland. So, yeah, the Super Bash Brothers. So yeah, we went went very different ways with that one. Yeah, I, I really thought it was just Mario characters. So I was like, oh, let me. Yeah, it's all right. Um, the cool thing is, like, if the idea of an all Mario character baseball game sounds fun, there's a ton of Mario baseball games out there. Like they basically made That's one true. for every console since, like, GameCube. I think was the first one to have a whatever Super Sluggers or whatever they call them. Um, I thought I thought that uh, Super Nintendo had it. Did it? I know N sixty four was the first one to have golf and tennis. Yeah, GameCube brought soccer. Game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, um, but it's been there's a ton. Like, I mean, there's definitely one for Switch. There's one for Wii. There's one for uh, GameCube. Maybe one for sixty four. There's maybe one for Super Nintendo. But yeah, there's no shortage of Mario baseball games. If that sounds fun to you, there is not as of yet a game where you can play with Kirby and the M three hundred eight Gunner and Lad and Donatello and Chip and the level four boss from Kung Fu and Alex and Joe Montana and Mike Jones. But you know, a boy can dream. <laughs> so next week, after Samus's you know dominant victory here. Uh, we are continuing our Nintendo All-Stars as the number two overall seed in the tournament, the Legend of Zelda, 
takes on number 63, Gargoyle's Quest to the Demon Darkness. Uh, you can see the full bracket at challenge.com slash kings of consoles, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E dot com slash kings of consoles. Uh, you can uh, throw a little money our way if you feel so inclined at ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles. Uh, you can watch our increasingly rare streams, uh, but they do happen uh, at twitch.tv slash kings of consoles. I can email us kings of consoles pod at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash Kings of Consoles. You can follow us on Twitter at Kings of Consoles. You can follow me on Twitter at Loopy Date. And you can follow me at Ricky GN7. Uh, and of course, you can rate, review, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you prefer, including this one right now that you're listening to us on. Whatever it is, I'm sure there is a way to subscribe uh, and some sort of rating and review system. So yeah, help spread the word. Uh, and hey, the listener feedback section doesn't always have to be a question from Ryan O. Um, we are glad that it is. We love answering his questions. He always comes with good stuff. But if you just yep. ever have any questions about any of these games, feel free to, to reach out in any of the myriad ways that I just listed. Uh, Ricky, do you have anything else you want to talk about with Metroid or Rygar before we uh, get to playing old games? Uh, Metro is a classic, Rygar, not so much. That's yes. all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yes, if you've learned nothing else from this episode, that was the that was the TLDR of this episode just there. There you go. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week with Zelda and Firebrand. Uh, and until then, play old games. We'll see you next week. Play old games. King's Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Patty Lee. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found by the quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just